Welcome to Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. This podcast started with me just kind of interviewing my friends, and now we're at a point where I'm interviewing people who inspire me. Every week you are going to hear how someone else identifies with the feeling of not fitting in and success. So let's just hop into the episode and thank you for all of your continued support. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about something that I've been doing for, oh my gosh, it's almost been two, going on three years now. It's called Forbidden Bingo, forbiddenbingo.com every Thursday. Uh, And if you are interested in uh, a fun time where you can win some sexy, sexy prizes, uh, you should go to forbiddenbingo.com and uh, tell DJ Rockstar Aaron that I sent you. Uh, Every Thursday you will have the chance, along with many other players who I'm loyal to and I call my family my ohana. Uh, It's so much fun. It is um, every Thursday, uh, unless there's something else going on in life, and it's just a hoot. So it's called ForbiddenBingo.com, and let DJ Rockstar and Aaron and everyone else in the crew know that I sent you. Mahalo. Hey everyone, uh, happy whatever the day week it is, or you know whatever the day of the week it is. Hey, um, just wanted to share an update. This week's episode features ADHD coach Ron. Uh, he is uh, an awesome, awesome person who I met through TikTok, who has been on the podcast before. Um, again, this is going to be shared on YouTube as well as in your earbuds right now where you're listening everywhere you get your podcasts, please like, subscribe, rate, share. Um, We also can have people who subscribe monthly on Spotify. So I would love that. It would mean the world. Um, You can get all that information inside of the description. Uh, Mahalo for your listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, how's it going, my friends? Oh, no. Hey, what's up? No, I thought you said <laughs> my friends. My bad. <laughs> oh my goodness! Great start. Great start. Keep going. It's Hollywood. How's no, it uh, going? How it's we great. It's going good. Uh, hey everyone, you know, as I've mentioned, it's season three of Please Don't Kick Me Out, the only inclusive podcast about imposter syndrome. We help me make make you feel less alone. Uh, you might recognize this guy. You might recognize the voice, or as a previous guest, or if you're new here because of Ron. This is uh, ADHD Coach Ron, who has been a previous podcast guest. Um, because I'm trying video and I'm a thousand, I don't know what I'm doing. But anyway, uh, Ron, how the heck are you? I'm chilling you know doing, doing good <laughs> sitting in my uh harry potter closet here and oh um, under the stairs yeah under the stairs oh i know it's uh it's actually we my my wife is a voiceover artist mm-hmm. and so we turned our under the stairs into like a little voiceover booth so i was like oh perfect for when i need to do podcasts so yeah that's awesome that's awesome it's good to have you back uh for anyone that's new to this podcast this podcast is about imposter syndrome that it's a feeling of uh, self-sabotage i don't deserve this etc etc um we've been going rocking and rolling since 2020 uh we took a little bit i i say we as if i have multiple personalities i took a little bit of a hiatus uh here in uh, 2021 um just after some uh adhd actually very relatable things um and you met me right before my mental breakdown Oh, nice. Oh, isn't that fun? Yeah. (laughs) So I've had to deal with, um, uh, so just, just so we're clear here, um, Ron works, Ron has ADHD. I also have ADHD. I was diagnosed at the, at age 30. I'm going to be 34 this year. And, uh, I have kind of gone through the gamut of medications and, 
uh, well, same medication, just multiple dosages, XR and IR and that kind of stuff. And also um, I've been basically medicated since 30, yeah, since 29, oh no, sorry. No, I was 30, 30, almost 31. Uh, and I was always on um, this one type of thing at the right dosage. And then when I moved to Hawaii, um, I thought I needed more because I was basically burning through it, just so stressed out all the time. Um, they ended up putting me on an SSRI as well as uh, the, uh, this thing uh, that I was already on. And um, that didn't work because it was also peak pandemic time, right? Mm. So I was taking two XRs of the 10 because they upped my dosage and then they um, prescribed me uh, 20s, but they didn't remind me that, hi, um, don't take two, but you have ADHD brain, right? So you got a routine. Yeah. I ended up overdosing. Wow, dang. Uh, and it was very scary. And I don't really talk about it in my podcast, but I think it's relevant because I interviewed you, gosh, like maybe a week before, two weeks before that happened. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, it was really, really a really scary time for me. My husband had to fly back from Maryland to come back and I remember be that. with me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then after that, I felt like Bella in Twilight where it was like, there's a possibility. I also blew my voice out. Sorry. <laughs> um, and and I I was very, very, very depressed. And so um, I am from, my husband's from uh, Southern California where Ron uh, is located. Um, and Ron and I found each other on TikTok originally because we both have a, a, an unhealthy obsession with a goofy movie. Mm -hmm. And I also own the Hawaii, uh, the Hawaii uh, vanity plate, P-W-R-L-I-N-E, power line. Hell yeah. 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 That's fun. But um, that's how I found you. You came on the podcast graciously. Um, where you were at in your career is now eons above, as I'm able to see. Crazy. And it's been great. It's been great to watch you on your journey. And um, yeah, we moved. Uh, we moved from where we were, more inland, which was really a game changer for me. Um, and yeah, life's been a lot better. I will say, um, it took, awesome. I, it took me from hating it, which I, I don't, people get um, mad when I say, oh, I didn't like it. it well, yeah, I was living in like, basically, hmm, let me think of a suburb that would be relevant. Yeah. I'm just going to say Cyprus where my in-laws live. <laughs> okay, like imagine right. living in like, like living far away from like everything you're close to. Yeah. And it's like a 40 minute drive. Finding jobs out here was really difficult. Finding a good therapist was hard. Um, I just broke up with one and, and got a new one, which my new one is eons beyond what, what I was doing. And um, yeah, I mean, sometimes with ADHD, as you probably know, being a coach, um, you have periods where you just can't get out of bed. There's no real regulation. I had no responsibilities and I, and I stopped podcasting, which was something I loved doing. And I really, my rejection sensitivity, my rejection sensitivity dysphoria, if your listeners aren't familiar, it's not, it's, it's, it's a phenomenon, but it's not really technically part of the diagnosis that no, dysphoria but, yeah. and, and getting, having someone come at me and having a negative experience. It was, I was just so tied to that, that I, I couldn't podcast for until September of this year, sure. this last year. So yeah, that's where I'm at now. <laughs> that's it it's interesting right because I'm, I'm assuming you started this podcast um you know about imposter syndrome. okay but i would mm -hmm. say like <laughs> also the fact that it was about imposter syndrome mm -hmm. something tells me that like that's something that was a big deal oh, in your life so that's absolutely you know, i just actually for it. absolutely i just had a podcast guest a couple of weeks ago my first episode of season three her name's katrina uh she's a longtime friend of mine from denver and she so every person describes imposter syndrome on my podcast of how it relates to them um because this is a previous guest we're gonna go a little off the cuff on format one it keeps it fresh for my listeners mm -hmm. 
listeners. And two, it's a conversation, a candid conversation. If you're lucky enough to be another guest of mine and keep coming back as a flagship, which Ron is, we want to talk about more of how that keeps impacting and how you're still dealing with it. Because it's not something that just goes away. Um, She had brought up that hers came from childhood trauma and having a narcissistic parent. I also have a narcissistic parent and a narcissistic sibling. And so I, in through therapy and all sorts of other things, have realized that a lot of my self-worth and my self-esteem is tied to my inner child that I'm still dealing with all the time. <laughs> so I never thought about it that way. And I swear every interview I have, I learned something new about how people feel. If you hear me coughing, I apologize if you're if you're listening. This is an audio medium. If you're seeing me and I'm coughing. I um, just got diagnosed with uh, uh, irritable bowel syndrome due to anxiety. And nice. uh, I, had, yeah, I had to take a, a <laughs> breath test. Yeah, it's real fun. I had to take a breath test today um, before this podcast okay. recording. So I'm a little, can't take full breaths right now, but we're trying. So if you hear my voice go out, that's what's up. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to be back here because uh, it's crazy. Even when you said to me that it was like two years ago or two plus years, almost ago, two, yeah, it was that's bonkers. wild, wild. I I forget even like talking about imposter syndrome. So often we are, you know, looking at what's next, and so the next thing is always like, how do I level up? And then we level mm-hmm. up, and we're in a new level, and like, no wonder we have imposter syndrome. We've not been here before, right? So it's like, oh crap. Right. I don't know where I am. And we never look back. And so being right. able to to say that like two years ago, um, realizing where I've came and I've come from and, you know, where you're at is phenomenal to to take a peek at and be like, wow, this yeah. is amazing. I, I um, you know, I guess I would uh, encourage you to share uh, just a little bit of what an ADHD coach, like kind of how you got into that and your background, because I'm sure because I think at the time I couldn't upload a video to YouTube that was as long as our conversation was because we were both like, yeah, right. so, we so yeah. So um, maybe just kind of like what, if someone has this, why would they contact you? What, what would the need for uh, coaching be and kind of how you fell into it? Yeah. So um, I, beginning of the pandemic, um, I was actually doing really well in a career that I was previously struggling in, but um, I was trying to be a real estate agent and Mm-mm. Um, I know. And as success started to come, you know, I think a lot of us look for like, well, happiness is going to be when we achieve that thing that we're looking for. And when success came and there was literally no joy involved with it other than like, oh, cool. Like I'm able to pay my bills now and like we're starting to save money. And so those things made, made life a little easier, but wasn't happy, wasn't feeling fulfilled and was really in a weird place. So I started to have panic attacks for the first time in my life, putting a lot of pressure on myself, completely un like aware of what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started going to therapy and through therapy, I found that I had kind of disconnected from the ADHD version of myself. And I say that like anything related to my ADHD symptoms, I would mask or I mm-hmm. would push aside and pretend didn't exist. And so I was diagnosed when I was younger and that was kind of the answer at the time was like, here, give him some meds, go reach your potential. Don't tell people that you have ADHD Mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. like that. And so beginning of the pandemic, I was able to reconnect with that part of myself. And so 
one way I started to do that was to post videos on TikTok. And I started doing that as like my own personal therapy. And it ended up giving me a voice, which was really dope. Yeah. Um, I had people reaching out to me, um, you know, sending me some of the most like heartfelt messages about like how thankful they are that I was able to be vulnerable and validate them. And I'm an emotional person. So Damn. the amount of just like joy and like tears of joy that were coming from Aww. these messages was just like, I don't care how, but I need to do this. Like, yeah, this, yeah. this kind of level of fulfillment is what I want to find. And so I realized helping people's always been a strength of mine. And so I was like, I need to get into it. I'm, I mean, I have a degree in psychology, so it, it's funny that I never went into that. Yeah. And so it was just like this perfect thing of like, no, I'm, I'm diving into this. I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to be a coach. Um, it just was something I was seeing was available for helping people. So I decided kind of on a whim to get certified. Um, I am really lucky that I had the support of my wife who, when I was nervous. Tutu to Quinn. Her, yeah, right. <laughs> um, She's awesome. I was nervous. She is so awesome. I was nervous to tell her. And I wonder if it's because of my own insecurities around switching jobs, right? Switching mm -hmm. careers. Another thing that a lot of ADHD Money, do. money's, and, money, 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 money um, speaks. All of yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was really nervous to to do this and almost like before I could even get it out, she's like, yes, absolutely, of course, you know, and it was such an awesome moment for us and for me. And I kind of dove right in and haven't looked back since. Um, I say that not true because <laughs> I have looked back. There's been so many moments yeah. that I've had imposter syndrome. You, you right? got to doubt, you, you can doubt yourself, especially a huge career sure. change like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like um, there's been so many times that, uh, you know, cause like success isn't just like a straight line. So there's been ups mm -mm. and downs, mm -hmm. but yeah, absolutely. Overall, it's been the first time in my life that I've found um, where I've had something that I'm passionate about and, you know, something that gives me a purpose and also, mixes with my talents and strengths yeah and it's been fantastic and it's the longest I've ever stuck with something like you're saying two years I've never had like a job where like even to this day like I'm so excited <laughs> for the next thing I'm doing and I'm like wow this is amazing I'm not yeah. bored of this yet so yeah no, that's awesome. So I had a uh in season one I had a coach uh actually no she's a former uh you know what? Her name is Diane Winger. If I give her the wrong title, I'll feel like she'll come for me. Uh, but she she's um, she specializes in neurodivergence um, and has a psychological background. And something she told me that stuck with me and I will never forget it is you are not good at selling something you don't believe in because of your ADHD hyperfocus. If you have an ADHD hyperfocus and it's something you enjoy, then you'll do you'll excel at it. But if you don't believe in the product and you don't believe in what you're doing, you're going to fail. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, I think about that when I heard you speaking and similar to you, uh, for anyone that doesn't know me and they're coming here because of you. Um, hi, my name is Bianca Woolwick. I am a former marketing director. I have over 12 years of experience in marketing. And at the beginning of the pandemic, I was working for lawyers title, San Diego. He, he who shall not be named. Uh, and I was a military spouse and I was thinking I'm not getting my value up here. I'm not making enough money and I'm being taken advantage of and I, I, I deserve more. And so I went to my boss and I told him I needed a raise and he said, sure. And then he was like, just kidding. Uh, you wouldn't be happy if I gave you a raise. And then the pandemic 
or sorry, the pan Demi Lovato, the pan Dolce, the panini happened. Uh, my husband was getting ready to deploy and I always wanted to start a podcast and I'd actually produced one for my old boss, um, who no ill will, um, just, uh, whatever, no ill will. Um, you know, he let me go and that's fine. But then he came back to me and he was like, I need crisis communication. And I said, well, I cost a lot of money. So I started this podcast on a whim on March 25th, 2020. My first guest was my tattoo artist, who's my dear, dear friend. All the tattoos you see are from Christina Ayers. She is located in San Diego, California, all nine of them. Uh, they're all in my arms. You, there's nothing that you can't see, but, um, she is, uh, she was my first guest. My second guest was uh, my freelancer that I take everywhere with her, with me. She made all of my merch. I got to plug her. Her name is Lara. Hell yeah. Um, yay graphic design. Uh, I take her to every job I ever get hired for. Um, she is my queen among Queens. And if you want to live your nineties fantasy, you can go to please don't kick me out.com slash shop. This comes in 13, 15 and 17 inches. It is a laptop case. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. We got mugs, we got sweatshirts, we got blankets, we got fanny packs. Ooh. Yeah. Fanny packs. So, no, actually, I, I use that as a dog park all the time. I've sold more fanny packs I, with people that have no idea what this is about. And they're like, that's cool. And I'm like, here's my link. I need to get a business card. That's an unrelated. For sure. There's, they've got these virtual business cards. So I've got one Wait, on what? my phone. Oh, how? So, right there. How did you um, do that? So they mine's a link it's l-i-n-q i'm like plugging other businesses right now but basically it's um it uses the like i forget what it's called right do you the, pay a subscription on it sorry this is nope. unrelated. oh cool, nope. cool. perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. hey yeah, it, awesome it uses the nfc that's what it is oh. so people can just like boop and they get your info see we're living on we're living in a wild world but to go sure I know to go back to, to, oh God, to go back to, um, this getting laid off and starting this podcast. Mm -hmm. I told myself if like nine people listened to it. Right. So this podcast came because, um, I was at a happy hour with a group of women that I know in San Diego. I'm uh, just for your listeners. Um, my pronouns are she and they, I am non-binary. I am also queer. Hi. Uh, and TikTok helped me discover a lot about myself and I, I thank the clock app for it. Um, just in terms of, I, I, I just, I've learned a lot about myself and self-discovery through my ADHD and whatnot. It's connected me to amazing people like uh, Ron uh, and his wife, Gwen. Um, so uh, I was like, if nine people listen to this, that's fine. No, more people and more people and more people and more people. And all of a sudden I have like people like you. And then I had Jason Marsden, the voice of Max Goofy. Uh -huh. Amazing. Uh, and that's when I was like, kind of in my uh, issues with my mental health and, and my breakdown and whatnot. And that's when I was like, I flew too close to the sun. I don't have the mental capacity to do what I want to do anymore. And it wasn't until I went to go see a comic. And actually this is relevant. This week is what's today's date is the, January 27th. Wow. Mm -hmm. How is this month a million years long? January 27th, I released an episode, uh, season three, episode three with Jasmine Batista. Jasmine Batista is a comedian on Oahu. I went to see Kyle Kinane open. Friends gave me some tickets. My husband and I went date night down at the Blue Note in Waikiki. Uh, again, I live on Oahu, if anyone's wondering. So Waikiki is where you go mostly for touristy things and concerts. It's it's very adjacent to Honolulu, um, but I live on a rock. Okay. So Oahu, Honolulu, Waikiki, they're like simpatico. 
So we went on at the state night and cause her husband had something he had to do military wise. So Rebecca gave me the tickets. My neighbor also, I met her through bubble BFF. That's unrelated. I don't know why I'm saying it nervous. Uh, and, uh, so we go to Kyle Kinane and, uh, this really awesome comedian, she comes out, she doesn't find the microphone and she just makes, she kind of giggles about it. And she goes back and she's, I've interviewed her and she's this podcast guest this week, um, season three, episode three, but she played it off so well. And I hadn't seen a comedy show and good goodness, you know, think about the pandemic, right? That started in 2020. Well, Hawaii kept their regulations all the way up until May of 2022. Wow. Yeah. So we were still wearing, like, we still wear masks when we go to the hospitals. I still wear a mask if I go to the vet. Um, I am quadruple vaccinated. My mom tells me that that's the reason everything's wrong with me. I'm like, okay, Mm. mom. Anyway, uh, that's besides the point. So, uh, she opened and I thought she was awesome. And she says, my name is Jasmine Batista. I'm your host for the night. And I just thought this chick's cool. And so I leaned over to my husband and I said, I think I want to start podcasting again. I, cause my friend, Mike Valdez, who's been on every, I'm sure you connected with him or if you haven't, mm-hmm. um, Mike Valdez, uh, actually just met him in person last week, last weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. I flew to Florida. That's, that's tangent. Um, anyway, I leaned over to my husband and I say, Hey, they want to start podcasting again. So I reached out to Jasmine and I said, Hey, my name is Bianca Woolwick. I have a podcast called Please Don't Kick Me Out. Um, I, it's about imposter syndrome. I, you're a female comedian. I'd love to share your story. And then um, a lot of military stuff happened in my life. And this was like September. And I didn't get back to her until December of 2022. <laughs> and uh, because, uh, yeah, but anyway, that's the point. And that's the T and, uh, I'm now interviewing all local Kama'aina local, uh, comedians, uh, native Hawaiian. Uh, so Hawaiian means native. Uh, I've got native Hawaiian people that I'm going to be interviewing. Uh, I stopped hating living here and I started loving it, um, which is a big two. And, um, as a white person on the islands, I feel the need that I have to educate everyone on an airplane because like the staff wasn't helping on my way back from Florida and all that. So anyway, that's amazing. What side of TikTok are you on right now, sir? I've been so I've been in a love hate relationship with TikTok oh. more hate recently. What happened? Um, I'm struggling because the way you make videos is like totally different. Um, I'm like, you need to use cap cut or like the audio. Anyway, with me, what I would do is like, I would stop, like I'd make a video and stop it and then start again and stop it. And like, that was kind of like my way of doing it. But now mm-hmm. like, there's like a weird audio thing. If I cut myself yeah, off. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And that like, talk Drives about something crazy. that will completely stop me from making a video where I'm just like, fuck this. And I'm like, <laughs> done with it. And so um, <laughs> the things that I've been finding on TikTok, right. Were are, you on corn talk? No, I wasn't. You weren't I, on Tariq's you weren't on Tariq's corn. Okay, so, so like talk. I know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh did the biscuit find you? Did you taste the biscuit? Uh no, but I know about it. Everything I feel like I'm on the outside from, you know. Um actually one of my you're so really, mad. You're yeah, just right? sitting with a window. <laughs> uh I I find that I get a lot of um comedians and dog videos and cat videos and uh singers. Which is interesting. Like, That's yeah, interesting. That's a part of TikTok. Couldn't be mine. I'm on the tick side of TikTok where a man married a mannequin, Shawnee and Emily. Wow. Yep. Got legally married. True story. Yeah. And they had a baby and the baby's a cabbage patch doll. 
Fun fact. I'm on the side of TikTok where the biscuit, Taste the Biscuit, Vincent Gargiulo was just an, a guest on my podcast. Uh, by the time this releases, he'll have been uh, he'll have been on the podcast already. My husband's heading home. Okay, cool. Uh, and uh, my, my phone's to my right, uh, if anyone wants <laughs> to know. Hi. And I have, I, I'm, a, I'm a content creator. Look at this. I got a little tripod Ooh. and I also have a ring light, but. That's probably better. I have the ones that like are the arms that you connect it to like a desk or something, so I can put it anywhere, and I can, it's got like this like hand. Well, I have this, problem... and then I can wrap it around my other thing. This is yeah, from B cause... size. I don't know. Okay, it? the problem with the one that I have is like when you, if anything around moves because it's on this like adjustable like long snake thing mm -hmm. that it like shakes the entire camera, and I have to like wait for it to stop, or if I like hit pause the phone just starts going like this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's a good idea. So to the biscuit, the biscuit mm -hmm. found me in September and okay. the biscuit has been featured on Rolling Stones. So the backstory on the biscuit for anyone that doesn't know, and they're like, why is there a chrome lady walking on the beach? Why? Uh, that actually kicked my content into high gear. So I am one of the biscuit clan. I have tasted the biscuit. All praise be the honey sauce. Uh, and uh, so Vincent Gargiulo, he created this video called chickens in the shadows, which was a play on Monty Python kind of deadpan their band. He's from San Francisco. Um, uh -huh. He's amazing. Uh, you'll have to follow him. He's so funny. Um, and uh -huh. uh, so he's a filmmaker and then he makes his living doing office management. So someone stole his video and put it. So it was a cult following. Like it was on like pre Buzzfeed and like uh world star hip hop. And then, right. uh, George Lopez had a show and Billy Ray Cyrus saying, taste the biscuit. And so this, the movie's about like a, a, a band that's not, um, it's a fictional band called Toasters and Moose. And they're going on a, a, going on a tour of Northern California, like Bay area. And they go to Los Banos and they go to a thrift store and it's all fake. Right. But anyway, some, this guy named Dogface XX stole the audio and put it back on TikTok. And so Vince has made no money from this, but he's been mm -hmm. featured on Rolling Stone. The Biscuit Clan is mighty. There's merch. I've bought it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I made ornaments and I send them out to all my biscuits. Uh, I made ornaments for free and I sent them this out. This is different. Said, this is different than the croissant, right? Uh, not croissant. No. Yeah, it's, it's taste the biscuit. Taste Wait, the goodness the of the biscuit. The, no, no, no croissant. Croissant. No, that's that's different. So, um, so I was, uh, I, so it found me and it's uh -huh. all full of ADHD, neurodivergent people, oh, no spicy, queer, funny, like, I don't know what I'm doing in my life kind of people. Right. And we are strong with my, I've never had more engagement in my entire life. I've never had so many followers. I've never, like, I am up almost up to 4,000 followers, which to me is a big deal because I started my TikTok with my dog. And then yeah. I was like, I'm going to rebrand a Powerline World Tour, see what happens. And then I got what I wanted out of it, which was being friends with Jason Marsden. And yeah, uh, which, yeah. Uh, that was so drop. cool, by the way. I just... I'm still friends with him. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. Nice. Um, and then uh, that happened. And now I'm just power. I, every, I get tagged in everything. Guy Fieri, Biscuit, Corn Kid. It's corn. Tariq, the corn kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, um, so yeah, so that's like kind of where that's at in, in life nice. and, and where I'm at on TikTok. Uh, oh, also, did you ever get stuck in doubloon TikTok? Mm -mm. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're on different TikTok. You need to be on this side. This side's the client yeah. side for you. My yeah. side. I'll start TikTok sending you stuff. Boring the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. They're like, here's a dog. You're like, 
I mean, there's some good videos, like, don't get me wrong, but, like, um, I, I think because I stopped, I, I did get more back into Instagram just because um, it's, it's helping your business more. It's connected a little bit. Yeah. And it's it's like I'm actually, yeah, getting more engagement from that and I get to do things. And the thing that I found that's been really great to go back to why I think I've been able to stick with this so long is because. I'm changing what I do like every three to yeah, four Yeah, that's smart. You know, like, I tell the people I'm that not, I was him. It's, it, I am almost changing jobs. Like I'm always doing coaching, right? And I always have clients for coaching, but like I'm always taking on this new project that's like completely different than what the last thing I was doing. Like I was talking to you about, I'm doing a cruise, you know, I've done group coaching. I've done like packages for parents and like everything's just like new and i'm like cool i'm gonna do this thing now and it's yeah it is like i'm changing careers but it's under the umbrella of adhd but you're making like i I just have to ask you are making monetary money off of this because that's my concern for anyone because i i don't make well i made 17 dollars last year off this podcast by not touching it and then anchor i went to upload a different ad and anchor won't let me fucking fix it and so now i'm making zero dollars off of it and I'm so mad I've emailed anchor so many times I'm so this is my open casting call for coming here for Ron please please if you are a podcast network take me away I don't want to be on anchor anchor Um, sucks I uh I would say I am making money with my coaching business but other things I'm doing don't necessarily make me money um it's an ADHD like, thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, we just, we like were just money like, is just like, sure. Yeah, my husband, um, yeah, my husband um, is, well, we thought he was getting out of the military. He didn't select twice for uh, lieutenant commander. My husband's been, he's been in for 17 years, just shy of six months of retirement. And they were like, see ya. And, um, but he found a way to stay in, loophole to stay in. And so he's going to be able to retire, which is amazing. Mahalo. Great. But the issue right now is that we're waiting on all of these things to happen for, because like basically he's still getting a severance, even though he's still active duty because he has to switch designators. Right. And so Mm -hmm. we're waiting on that. So um, he, he doesn't want me to take a job that's beneath me, but I, I personally, and this is just me manifesting, this podcast is great and it's a platform for so many people and it gets them so many things. I'm a networker and I connect everyone as I see it. I've always done that. I've been in a ton of podcasts, a ton of things have happened to me. I've made a lot of good friends from this, from this situation. However, monetarily, this is my year I've decided because this is what I love. This is my passion project. I, I educate people on how not to be an asshole if you're a right person. You know, um, you know, I have a I have a heart for AAPI, uh, Asian American Island Pacific Islanders. I have a heart for Black Lives Matter. I have a heart for neurodivergence, mental health, all of that. And that's my platform. And I use my TikTok to educate people because someone called me a Karen the other day. And I said, what? And this is not what we're going to do. Karen is actually a BIPOC word that has been of course adopted by white people uh and whatever i mean i'm white you're white sorry hate to say it we're white people uh but i know that i have inherent privilege that i didn't earn and i use that to be a platform for all of my stuff so Mm -hmm. most of my friends are bipoc queer uh trans um you know and then that's just who i am and I've learned so much by doing this and being on TikTok and using this because as a mark, I was so burnt out with marketing when I got laid off. I was like, fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. And now I'm at a point where I feel comfortable asking for money for a consultation. Um, 
I, I, I'm a side hustler. I do makeup on the side for anyone, any, any of the spouses out here. Um, uh, I do makeup. I make money off of doing makeup out here. I use my cry cut machine. It's bad boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I make a lot of stuff for people on the Island. I'm, I'm actually on Sunday, have to help a friend, um, that lives down the street. I, uh, help with dog training. I help with fostering. I do all sorts of things. Of course they don't make me money, but they make me happy. So as far as not making money right now, um, I'm okay, but I, I, I feel a little stressed. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. You guys can follow and subscribe to my podcast and I make money if you do that. Uh, but I'm not going to make you. <laughs> uh, but I, I, my goal is to be picked up and syndicated. That's my goal. And I know it's a big goal, but I think in 2023, it's achievable if I keep the momentum I have. So I now feel like I can start to bring on clients and do their marketing for them. Um, and it takes me two seconds. I mean, I showed my neighbor the other day when she came over because she's about to be an esthetician. She's like, what do I owe you? I was like, honey. I could use my sleep. I pull up canva.com and I'm like, all right, what's your logo? Boop, pop it in. I'm like, okay, here's your brand colors. Boop, here's your logo. She's like, how are you doing this? And I'm like, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I graduated from college in 2010 and I've done digital marketing ever since. Yeah. Like I know what I'm doing. So I think also too, we're always marketing ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's always the hardest thing for someone with ADHD or neurodivergence is to market for themselves mm-hmm. or advocate for themselves. Um, because I was always the weird kid. Right. Mm -hmm. And like you had to mask, but I didn't know why I had trouble in school. I didn't know why I was always told I was too chatty and too loud and too overwhelming. So yeah, I think it's good. What you're doing is good. So that's the long story short of the tangent we went on and people can find you at ADHD coach Ron. So let's talk about imposter syndrome. How are you feeling with that, that term right now? Um, I, so what's really interesting, I think everybody, regardless if you, um, have trauma or have ADHD, um, everyone relates to imposter syndrome at some point, I think mostly because as human beings, we're not, we have like a really strange kind of, um, interface when it Mm -hmm. comes to our brain that just isn't prepared for like the growth that we are kind of almost forced to experience but Mm -hmm. like especially in today's day and age with how fast technology is like the amount of growth that you are expected to you know experience is insane it's incredible really you know and um i've found that the best you never get rid of imposter syndrome right Mm -hmm. like and this goes with with just about anything i don't think i've ever when I talk to somebody, they talk about like ruminating when they're just like mm-hmm. sitting there taking negative thoughts and like they're just like I did it for a whole year. Stories, right. It, that stuff doesn't go away. It's mm-hmm. just you learn how to manage it. Yeah. And and I think that's what it is with imposter syndrome. And there's times where I'm like, oh, shit, I've hey, I know how to handle this now. No problem. Every time I do something new, it's going to be easy. And it's not the case mm-hmm. because it may be less intense or more kind of time in between, but when it happens every once in a while, it can smack you in the face and really affect you. Yeah. Just the other day it happened to me. And usually it comes from us tying results. At least for me, what I found recently is tying mm-hmm. results to what I'm doing. Mm, right? Yep. Yep. Your ROI. Out of, of control. <laughs> um, you know, we, we talk about a lot with people about like a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And I think we live in this society where results are what matters, right? Like, I think 
I'm someone that played a lot of sports when I was growing up and it was, it doesn't matter just, you know, winning is the only thing that matters. And I think especially in like the sports culture or the capitalistic culture of our country, it's like, what, what have you done lately? What's the results? What has it produced? I don't care how you got there. I don't care. It's just like, did you fail or did you succeed? And failure has become such a bad word mm-hmm. when it's like, that is how we grow. And, and exactly. sometimes we're so afraid yeah. of failure and yeah. that's where the imposter syndrome comes in. Absolutely. And while you were talking about that, I remembered that I have a pin on my pin board. This pin board was hung up, but it fell down. <laughs> uh, I have a pin on my pin board from my, my best friend, Marcy, uh, who is also neurodivergent like me. And when I found out my diagnosis, she got me this pin that is oop, brainwaves of this is what your brain looks like when you have ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, the designer is Leslie Holt, uh, shiny Apple studio. It's on Etsy. I'll, I'll link it. But basically I've had this ever since. And when I look at it, I realize that I'm not really alone. Right. And that this yeah. is totally normal. Like my neural pathways are totally normal. So as far as success and like tying success and things, I think about me being in marketing. Right. And a lot of the times you would have to hit these deadlines and stuff. And, um, sure. you know, I'm going through this with my mother-in-law who has a cleaning company in Southern California and she doesn't want to pay for marketing, but she also wants it to, to go to the website. Right. And I'm like, it's not, it's not the what like you're doing B2B. Like it's not the, I don't know how to help you. But at the same time, I'm like, if that's what you want, then you have to pay for it. If you want people to call you, go to your website, do these things. That's where you have to send the ad. And I can't guarantee that if you pay someone to do that, mom, that that's going to do what you want. And you're going to be disappointed when that's not the action that happens. Yeah. Right. So I I've done this my whole career. I've been on the client side. I've been on the product side. I've been the client. I've, I've been the person in charge. And I think that's why, um, as a person with ADHD, now that I know I have it, I like to be my own boss because it's, I call the shots. It's my, it's, it's, it's what I say. Um, so I'm finding it very difficult, especially in job search as I was looking for jobs out here, especially where I was like, I don't want to sit in traffic from four in the morning until six, six, just to get to downtown. I don't want to sit like, that's just, why would I do that? And then as far as like stuff that was, uh, virtual, like, um, uh, they're, they don't want to hire people in Hawaii. Oh, it's too confusing to find your time zone. I'm like, well, I'm technically a Colorado citizen because I'm a military spouse. Like it's wild. I own a home in California. I'm a Colorado native and I'm not, I'm actually not a native though. Don't come for me. I, I'm a Colorado, I am a Colorado resident. I vote in Colorado. I own a home in San Diego and I live on Oahu. And I know that's fucking confusing, but that's how it works. Like that's yeah. just military spousal relief. My husband's on live a Colorado resident as well, even though he's from California. Like it's wild, right? It makes no sense. Um, and so in all of that, and I'm glad I didn't go back into work. I'm glad I didn't take something beneath me. I'm glad I didn't do something that's just going to get me back to the same result where I'm just going to choose the things that make me happy again. And so it's difficult to quantify really how well things are, especially as a person that works in social media. Like I can tell you like that spiral and my husband will be like, well, what do you mean? It's viral. It's not got a hundred thousand things. I'm like, well, to me, it's viral. I got a thousand views. Uh To me, it's viral. (laughs) Um, so I totally get matter of perception, right? Yeah. Everything's about perception. I get imposter syndrome with my podcast. I I only have, I'm not going to say it out loud, but I, 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 like as of three years, I have probably less streams and downloads than the average podcast that like some bro goes on and does. 
but I know that the people that are listening are the people that get it and care. So to me, I'm like, do I care that it's not as big as it could be? Do I care I'm not getting sponsorships and ads and monetizing? I mean, yes, a little bit, because I'd love to make money, honey. But but I'm like, I know what I'm doing is right. So I get that as well when I have to, you know, basically show my results. And then I feel like, oh, well, I mean, it's this, but like, really, if you think about the big picture, it's that. So yeah. How does it, how does it feel? Right. Like, I I, hate it. I (laughs) I was going to say the part of like, when, when you get, you know, somebody sending you a message or you get engagement from somebody where you're like, oh shit, what I did matters to someone. Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's why when I got a one-star review, I cried. (laughs) I only have one one one-star review. (laughs) And that played into my stairwell kick down the uh, mental health rabbit hole. But, but I, I, I do, I, I, I get as an empathic person, I'm an empath, uh, which means that I, I very much feel people's feelings and their energies. Mm -hmm. And I know that my husband's an empath too. Um, and, and I love him for it. We both have ADHD and his is different than mine. And I think when we, you were on, you profiled me and I, I think everything you said, if you can recall, I'm very loyal. I'll kick an ass. It's true. I will. Um, and I'm very, uh, I forget what else we even said. I think it was like, uh, honest. And, yeah. To a fault. Um, to a fault. Yep. And, uh, I'm pretty sure you had like, uh, grateful on there too oh yeah i'm very very grateful for everything like my friends i'm a sentimental Mm -hmm. person i'm a gift giver who if i see something for someone i buy it and i send it off and my husband hates that i do that but i do um i've sent a ton of care packages to people on tiktok and i've had people review the candies i've sent and that to me is such a feel good um Mm -hmm. because yeah like though those are the things that like make me happy and make me feel connected because I was the weird kid, right? Like I was the weird yeah. kid. I didn't have a lot of friends. I got bullied relentlessly, which, you know what? Thank you for the comedy. Uh, if I ever do stand up comedy, I've got, I've got sets for days. Um, and I'm going to start doing, I'm going to start doing drag out on Oahu. Yeah. Hell I'm yeah. finally going to nice. do it. Sheriff Yeti is going to come to come Hell to slay yeah. fan clack. I can't wait. I can't no, wait I know. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, no, it's, I, it's interesting, right? I've had so many clients that are people that want to find what it is in their life that they, you know, that makes them happy. I have other ones that are just struggling in their job, but at the end of the day, there's, there's something in common and that's regardless if, you know, what you do is something that's a passion or what you can always find. Like right now, you don't have to change anything, right? Like, you you finding the things that you're grateful for or the things that you can be honest about and passionate about and loyal about like that's what makes you you and yeah. that's gonna have finding that in the shit you already do is what's really important and that really helps people that are in jobs that they're struggling with or if they're in a place where they're like i don't know what the hell to do and it's like start doing things that are you like right, authentically right. you and then i always like to say like i i try like obviously we need to make money we live in a world where mm-hmm. we have to make money it can't just expensive. be the thing yeah for sure you're like and it's, you're southern california yeah yeah it's rent so or expensive. own uh we own a, a condo so well, so do we it's a tiny, yeah <laughs> well, it's a tiny a condo. little condo and it's um but but the thing is is that like 
it's it's this thing of when we put pressure on ourselves to make money, we're doing it for the wrong reason. And mm-hmm. it's to live, it's not, not to enjoyable. be happy. Right. Exactly. And so if you're able to find a way to do the thing that you need to do, but yeah. find the joy in doing it, yeah. then you're like, oh, I'm doing this for this reason. And the side effect is making some money or the side effect is growing my business or the side effect is growing my podcast. But it's like, if every day you start to do this and you're like, I do this because I love how I connect to people or I Mm -hmm. love how it helps people, or I'm so grateful for the shit that I have. And then you keep like just focusing on that. Eventually it's going to work out to where you start making money from that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I I, know. I I believe it, but I, I unfortunately, when, when moving, I was on this track. I knew where I was going. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And then I overdosed. So, yeah. <laughs> and to, 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 to just to go back guys, it was not intentional. ADHD people, they do yeah. like routine. Unfortunately, my husband wasn't home and it was just a whole nightmare and it was no one's fault. Really. It was probably my fault, but whatever it happens. Uh, and I will tell you that I'm on a normal amount now I'm on 10 which is I've been on. And my doctor was like, finally, when we got all of the care back, all good to go. She's like, yeah, 10 is probably what you always should have been on. And all of the comorbidities and the anxiety and the IBS and all of that and the stress and having a shitty therapist, all of that combined. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't track on that, but always answer your intake form with threes, not ones. Cause I would be like, do you feel anxious? And I'd be like, no. Meanwhile, my body was like beakering out like me, 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 me. You're lying. <laughs> so I appreciate you so much. And I'm, I'm so glad yeah. that you've shared a little bit about yourself. You're also wearing a Crash Bandicoot shirt, which I am. Yeah. I know. Yeah. How, wait, what year were you born? In 84. Okay. Yeah. So you're 38, maybe 39. Oh, wow. Sorry not to age you. I'm 89. My husband's 87. So uh, yeah, yeah. But, I, but, but we're, but we're in our, we're in our we're in our thirties is the point yeah, and right. we're millennials. You're, you're, yeah. I, I consider myself, I hate to say it, but cause I think a lot of gin, not to do ages stuff, but I'm, I was born in 1989. I'm older than Taylor Swift too, too. Um, I like that. I was born in 1989. I a child of the nineties fully. My right. husband was born in 1987. My husband's from uh, Southern California. And um, yeah, we're trying to get back there. San Diego is the fingers crossed, but For we're sure. like, Nice. two of nine people out of 18 that want to go back to San Diego. And Scott was like, well, we own a house. You only have to move us once And the military. I was like, this is yeah. you and everyone else. Okay. Right. Um, I also used to work in real estate sector. Um, my bread and butter is queer realtors. I have a bunch of friends that are in San Diego and I help them all the time through like, they're like, what do you think of this video? Would that be stupid? And I'm like, yeah, no post it. Who cares? Like, right. Who cares? Be authentic. Be you. That's my biggest advice. Be yourself. Be yep. yourself. Yeah. So uh, if there's anything you want to add, uh, just as as we're here, maybe some promotional stuff before we go into the cool parts. Yeah. Um, I'm, let's see here. So, I mean, I obviously do uh, private one-on-one coaching, but um, I also do group coaching, which I've been doing now for a little over a year. And I'm super proud of that. Um, not, I know there's, you know, now it's becoming more of a thing where coaches do group coaching, but I know like my coaching certification program never really told us how to do that or taught us how to do it. I just kind of saw a need for it and was like, okay, it's, it's not cheap to get 
one-on-one coaching from people and i think people need coaching um coaching is like where if therapy is um you know being able to work through trauma Mm -hmm. and the issues Mm -hmm. like coaching can help us uncover the obstacles that are in front of us because a lot of times it's invisible stuff right yeah so i like to say we kind of bring some stuff to light and if you can get over that obstacle on your own or if you can come up with ways to overcome it then great we keep moving but sometimes we're just kind of showing like oh shit this bit of trauma might be needed to work through in therapy so that we can overcome this so you can get to where you need to be yeah um and i also like to say i help like people untangle their brains um the the mess and the highway system that's all over the place yeah. in your head um we just kind of lay it all out and see what's in there um but group coaching is fantastic and more affordable for people and also a very validating space and then the big thing that i've been working on and by the time this airs it'll be like a couple weeks away so if you're someone who is an adhd professional or you work in the ADHD space as a content creator, or even just the neurodivergent community, and you're someone that is an advocate or creates content or researches or just wants to get into that, we're doing a collaboration cruise. And so basically, we want to get people together to kind of lift each other up in our community and find ways to make ADHD content and help more accessible for everyone. So we're doing a cruise out of Long Beach. Um, yeah. And it's going to uh, Ensenada and Catalina. Oh, and wow. It's a four day cruise. And That's so it's cool. actually relatively inexpensive for what. All right. How much are we talking here? Um, like, so my wife and I um, splurged a little. So we got like a balcony room and it's like $800 total. For, for the but like months. everything's included, right? Uh, three, qu- three meals um, okay. and like okay. snacks and non-alcoholic drinks and yeah. four nights um, if but, i was in san diego i would have been able to do it but yeah, yeah. because i'm not i can't yeah. but here's the deal if you are a person that is on the west coast it's gonna be cheapest if you're on the west coast but anywhere yeah, and this sounds like sure. a good idea uh, i will be sharing all of that information this will be coming out a couple of weeks before so you got time to get your kit and caboodle in order um yeah. yeah no that's awesome uh I definitely want to share any flyers or any information and I was just... say it's gonna be just like so much fun like we're yeah. just gonna be partying on a ship for four days with ADHDers I went to the ADHD that sounds conference wild. I went to the ADHD conference in November and there was the most amazing part of it was like after the talks and stuff when we were hanging out with people that either we've met online or just kind of were following each other and never really spoke before mm-hmm. and how much fun it is to get like a bunch of ADHDers in a space where like we're kind of all like interrupting each other but then apologizing for it and everybody's like it's oh, fine nice. it doesn't matter and we're just like having fun and pretending fun. and like it feels like you've known each other forever so um the cruise is gonna be a blast for yeah oh I love that I love that and I, I can't wait to share all that information and and if you want to find if, if people want to find you they can go to you on tiktok your ADHD underscore Ron uh, if they want to follow you there or uh, your ADHD on underscore TikTok, Ron. I'm ADHD oh. coach Ron. Oh, ADHD TikTok. coach Ron on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, ADHD for anyone... underscore on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know me, I am at Powerline World Tour on TikTok and I am at Bianca K E Z Z, Bianca Cakes Z Z. Uh, but you can find me through all of the links that are going to be in here and Ron. Ron, 
I, we get to move on. We've talked about the big stuff. We get to talk about the fun stuff. So when you were last on the podcast, you told me about a drum kit and you were really into music. Uh, what are you currently fanatical about? What am I currently fanatical about? I'm, I've been obsessing obsessing over planning this cruise. Um, right now. It's, <laughs> I'm pretty obsessed with my work. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still have my drum kit, but I haven't played it in like a year, which is hilarious. And I just called you out. Something. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> sitting in the corner and every time I see it, I'm like, hey. um, maybe I'll go play it today. There you go. No, you won't. Um, <laughs> I know you. <laughs> now look I feel at like it. I have to. Now I'm going to videotape it and send it to you and be like, see, you did it. <laughs> Your wife's Spike, wins right? like, wins like, what Spice are you doing? Up. But it's a, a hell of a motivator. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I mean, maybe I should be a coach. Who knows? Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Fanaticals. Um, you know, right now, similar to you work-wise, I am fanatical about really just the people I'm talking to, the people I'm booking, the the things I'm doing, the collaboration. I mean, getting to see Mike Valdez in person, getting to see my friend I met through like a, a virtual stuff right now is wild to me. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I'm just fanatical about being alive, to be honest. Nice. That's that a good place like to be. You're grateful. Oh, I am grateful. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, as, and let's talk about unpopular opinions. I always say, as long as it's not racist or homophobic, I don't care. Nope. Opinions are like buttholes. We all have one, hopefully. But do you have any unpopular opinions you've been kind of melling, uh, sorry, mulling over in the last year and a half? Uh, this might be more in the space that I am in, like, uh, I would say among ADHD coaches and professionals. Um and I don't know how unpopular it is. I feel like there's enough information out there to justify me. But toxic positivity is bullshit. That was your last <laughs> one. Yeah, it's still it was it. I yeah. still. I mean, I've done. Yeah, I I tried to submit to do a talk for it at the conference, and it got shut down. And I'm like, because they aren't ready for it. They don't want to hear that. Like, we should. ADHD be is saying, your superpower. It's it, oh, it, oh, it isn't. It it's, isn't. It's it can be very debilitating. There's some people that I respect that still, you know, are stuck with their like, well, that's it is a superpower. Like, and there comes a talk about privilege. There's a lot of privilege that comes with that. Most people that say that ADHD is your superpower are are white people. Um, because <laughs> oops, no, kidding. I don't, have, I don't. <laughs> no, but but seriously, it's and look, I I say this, you are allowed to do whatever works for you. So Anybody listening out there, we were like, wow, I, you know, have found that it works for me to consider it my superpower. Then that's totally great. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. What I am saying is people that are professionals or have a following that are just broadcasting this out there, it is such an invalidating thing because what we're telling people is you can't use this to explain what your difficulty is. And so Mm -hmm. if you tell me ADHD is a superpower, and then I try to use it as a superpower, and then I get fired the next day because, <laughs> you know, of my ADHD symptoms. I'm going to start to look at, well, then it's not my ADHD. It's me. I'm yeah. the problem. I'm the negative character trait. And at the end of the day, it is. It is a disability. It is something that we need to take seriously. And just like anything else, we have strengths right we have certain character traits that are really important to us like i was talking to you about you know having honesty and being grateful and funny and like those things are your strengths but 
to not be aware of the things that are difficult for you, like the things that your ADHD symptoms, you know, make more of a struggle. Just mm-hmm. ignoring that is is not the way to go about it. Toxic. Yeah. If you can look up toxic positivity and see why it is so difficult, and really what it is, it's just finding the nuance between being positive, right? Instead of saying to somebody like, "Don't see that, say that, just be positive." Like, yeah, it invalid. You know? Well, yeah, you're right. It invalidates yeah. completely. Like, um, by being like, "Well, have you tried being happy?" It's like, yeah. "Have you tried taking a breath?" It's like there's some just some some advice just doesn't it's fodder at that point. Some advice is just not great. And I think another unpopular opinion you had uncovered the last time. And it's something I've, it's really stuck with me. Both those things have stuck with me. The other one was, um, that I believe in too, is that, you know, it's TikTok and mental health and self-help books and all of that. And these creators, it's great, but it's not an official diagnosis. And I know that not everyone has access to healthcare. And I know that not everyone can find a sympathetic doctor. If you need to find one in, 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 um, in San Diego, I have one. If you're looking to find one in Hawaii, I can have one. I can share, um, that listens and understands. Um, but at the same time, um, my diagnosis is not your diagnosis, which is not my spouse's diagnosis, which is it, it, you can say right. that you have these things, but I've, I'm finding a lot of people and I don't know how unpopular this might be finding a lot of people are going, Oh, I seem like I have autism. So I'm autistic, or I seem like I have ADHD. So I have ADHD, but it's like, well, did someone figure that out for you? It's okay to think maybe I have it, but I always worry. And I want to just make this disclaimer right now, um, because Ron's on the podcast and because I'm on the podcast. I am not a medical professional, professional, nor is Ron. Ron is trained and he's a coach, um, but medical professional doctor, we are not. So we are here. If you have, if you think you're neurodivergent, that's great. But again, don't take this podcast as the wrath of God. You know, it's just, we are just sharing our our experiences. Um, Of course, if you do think you do, do reach out to Ron or do reach out and, and, and maybe there's resources, but that's my unpopular opinion is I really worry about the younger generation getting served all of this stuff and going, I have this. And I, because I, as a millennial, an elder millennial that, that, I guess, I don't know, I guess we're all millennial. I don't know. Uh, As a millennial, uh, I, I found that, um, the way we went to school and the way that we were raised and the way that things happened um, were obviously very different than they are now. And, uh, you know, be it social, political climate, whatever it might be, um, it's a very different world. And so I can't really help you. And so I don't know what that's like. I haven't been in high school for over 10, almost 20 years. Right. So it's like, can't help you. Right. I think there's, I was going to say that I think there's nuance to that too. And I don't know if I brought this up before, but like, self-diagnosis is also valid because of accessibility issues and because um, I've known plenty of people that have even gone through the correct avenues and there's a lot of misinformation that even doctors believe like I've had people say like oh my doctor won't even get me tested for ADHD he says because I'm a girl or he's like he says because Mm -hmm. I'm you know my child's um, getting straight A's or my child is, you know, doesn't seem like they're fidgety, like, and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I'm like, that stuff is old beliefs. Like that's like yeah. 30 years ago. <laughs> like what's, where's the doctor getting their information? So, um, so there is a bit of a balance where it's like self-diagnosis is valid, but you have to do your research and understand that if, if you connect to 
you know, let's say ADHD TikTok videos or autistic TikTok videos or any. Or taste the biscuit. Yeah, right. (laughs) If you connect to those things, it is up to you to be your own advocate and to Mm -hmm. do your own, like to research and understand it and to try to get an actually official diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't hurt to like be like, well, you know, these things help me. Right. None of this is an excuse, right? Like ADHD isn't an excuse, it's an explanation. And so if you're struggling with something, then you're struggling with something and it's up to you to try to get oh, man. the help that you need. Yeah. Yeah. I have a I have a, a person that I know that got a diagnosis of ADHD but couldn't be medicated for it there in Canada. I mean, who knows if that's mm-hmm. true or whatever. And um my biggest issue was it, this is gonna make me sound like a dick, but my biggest issue was that they were just using this diet, this diagnosis as every, re- well, it's my ADHD. Well, I can't do this because my ADHD, my ADHD, my ADHD, yeah, my no, ADHD. And it's like. Your mental health doesn't give you an excuse. To it doesn't give you an excuse to be a butthole, really, yeah, truly. Right. Like, and so, I mean, and and then like, you know, I, I, I mean, I hope this person finds, I mean, I had to break up with them as a friend, but I hope this person finds the inner peace sure. that they need. And I want them to know that I validate their experience and, and their diagnosis. But for me personally, as a person who has been diagnosed for a while and I'm not by any means an expert. Don't quote me on anything. I have the type of ADHD I have. My spouse has a type of ADHD he has, and that's it. And we are two different types of ADHD, I'll say. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so I agree with you totally wholeheartedly. I think, you know, yeah, use the tools you can, obviously it's still valid, but yeah, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. So can we segue to the Muppets? Let's just, let's just go right there. Like, here we are, Muppets. <laughs> Don't sue me. <laughs> I don't think they can just for doing that part. Well, yeah, because it's terrible. It's the worst impression you've ever heard. Um, I had asked you uh-huh. on the fly, because I you're the first person I ever asked this question to, uh, what Muppet are you and why? And previously you said animal because of the drums, mm-hmm. and that's why I brought up the drums. Yep. So now, what would you say you would be? Animal. Okay. And... And it's more than just the drums for me. It's, and I wouldn't say I'm just this like crazy person that acts like animal, but animal gets to be himself and animal gets to just be like authentic. And that's what I strive to be, regardless if it's completely acceptable for me to like, you know, I mean, certain little things I do, like sometimes I I worry, right? Like some Mm -hmm. of my fears are that like, people think I dress like a kid or, oh. or like a, a you know 20 year old or like people think that I'm um too excitable or I talk too much or mm-hmm. I um you know am trying to always get involved in everything everyone's doing. and it's just I'm excited I like things and I like people and I'm like oh you're I'm my like, you're my my husband's the same way like he's like <laughs> he's like what's going on guys like yeah like <laughs> that's and and it's like that's who I am and when mm-hmm. I'm um, you know, obviously there's like things and again, not an excuse to be rude, right? No, no, but, no. Like, but you're polite but, about it, but people can yeah. be like, that's overwhelming. And if it is like, I'm learning how to be like, oh, okay, cool. That doesn't mean I'm masking it. It's just saying to somebody, you know, examples like, Hey, I'm someone that might get really excited about something and then never talk about it again. Or say like almost like promise things. And I'm not even promising. I'm just going, Oh my God, that'll be so much fun. We should do that. And then it never happens. And I'll even yeah. tell people that that happens because I'm really excitable. Yeah. And just, yeah. And, and I, in the moment I really want to do all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, that's, 
um that's why animal for sure sure uh i have to just say this because the thought is in my head the amount of times that i've gotten really excited about someone proposing a dnd thing and i'd be like yeah let's do it and then yeah. it never happens so mm-hmm. I, I saw a meme once that was like everyone's gonna talk about dungeons and dragons but you're never gonna play and i feel that to my soul I've, uh, I've played a couple times and there's been so many times that i want to get like a new campaign going in it okay happens. well when we if we move back there it'll be a once a month yes it can't be more than it's gotta be on zoom though because like come on yeah Yeah, it's gonna be on zoom there's gotta be beverginos involved anyway (laughs) so then i told you that i was gonna ask you a spicy question about Mm -hmm. the muppets which then it's very wild uh i don't remember the tiktok person um but they had a question it was what what would you sleep with and why Uh, i have mentioned that i want to be on conan needs a fan this would be the question that i would ask conan if um they are i'm actually having a guest that was on Conan Needs a Fan uh, right. in a couple of weeks um, named uh, Red Velvet. Anywho, you can sleep with only one Muppet. Well, I mean, uh, you know what? I'll give you, uh, you can give me a top five if it's weird for you. A top five? Uh, and and um, when I, t- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I, you do. I've, I've got thoughts. I guess right okay. now I'm sitting here like. It can be not Muppets uh, too. It can be Sesame right. Street, which is oh, weird. Geez. It can be Jim Henson. Oh, I had a person save someone Jim from Henson. Fraggle Rock. It could be Jim's anything oh in Jim Henson's God. collection. Holy crap! This really opens up the door to a it lot. It does. Of um, you can put a hand up it. You can, you can fuck it. You can fuck it. But, you know who do you want to fuck here? Uh, I mean, my first instinct is to say Janice because uh, yeah, she's an animal. Like it would just you know make sense. It would make so much um, sense. <laughs> another uh, like some other ideas is. I'm thinking Beaker, just because of how funny. Scott said Beaker. Okay. <laughs> what, what's your reasoning? <laughs> yeah, Scott was like, it's got to be the only time he's vocal in the bedroom, and I just need to know. <laughs> I just want to know what that sounds like when. when <laughs> um, that's really funny. That's so funny. Um, the other thing is just Kermit, because it's mm-hmm. like when you go, like, if you were to go to jail, like, you're supposed to take down the number one, right? Like, yeah. that's like your thing. It's like so. I feel like I would fuck Hermit to maybe harness some of his power oh. as like the number one Muppet. <laughs> you would hi ho him. <laughs> yeah, oh, really. Oh. Yeah, right. Like, listen, sometimes you gotta get to. <laughs> What's the song he's got? To the top. Rainbows and to the top. Rainbows and. Oh um, yeah. Um... Oh well, we're embarrassing. We don't know the song. Mm. Names <laughs> of <laughs> things. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's. Yeah, I I love would, I'll, I'll stick with answers. those three. Yeah. So um, I, for me, it's Fozzie. Uh, Fozzie Bear. Yeah. Uh, he is, uh, I, I like men to be bigger than me in the sense of my husband is shaped like a linebacker. I appreciate it. Uh, I I am, I'm rather, I'm stocky, short, uh, but I also feel like I feel protected. Fozzie would bring a pie. He'd be wearing a scarf and nothing else and a top hat. And that's just there's oh, there's just easy well weird. so that's actually something mike valdez says so mike valdez said valdez said that on the most recent episode he's been on and uh-huh. i think it's funny so i'm gonna keep doing it that's uh uh and uh but then you know i've, I've, t- I've t- told this a lot but i just i i like to tell my guests because i think that they, they'll think it's funny saw this on the tiktok i said fozzy scott said beaker and then i and then he's we're sitting on the couch and he turns to me and he goes wait a second why fuck one muppet when you can so fuck cool. too. <laughs> Statler and Waldorf. I I thought about them and I'm just like <laughs> it, it, would would be be a, really... it would be a hate fuck, right? Like it would just be <laughs> this like 
Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I put a video up on TikTok about it. I'm surprised I have not nice. been banned, but basically I talked about Eiffel Towers and all sorts <laughs> of funny things there. If this is rated uh, explicit because of this, I'm sorry, YouTube, no children should be watching it, but they talk about puppets. Mommy, what does that mean? <laughs> anyway, love that. All right. As we're What's winding Eiffel down. Tower? <laughs> well, there's one in Las Vegas <laughs> and that's not it. <laughs> there's one in Paris. And I'll tell you what, no, Saturn and Waldorf aren't going to take you there. <laughs> They're going to take you behind the curtain of the balcony. Oh, All right. Sorry. So, Ron, I appreciate you so much for being on this podcast. Yeah. And as we wind down, the last question is always, what is currently making you happy in this world? Um, All of the people that I get to meet constantly. Yeah. I, I feel like I am just rich with friends and uh, people I can count on. I feel the same way. I'm so glad you're in my life. Uh, I'm so glad the FYP introduced you to me so many moons ago. Uh, if we get back to San Diego, um, we'll be up in the LA area. I know that you live pretty close to my in-laws so, or somewhere near them. Uh, we'll grab a drink in person. I can't wait okay. to meet Gwen, but mahalo for your time today. Of course, everyone, this Thank is you. Please Don't Kick Me Out, the only inclusive podcast about imposter syndrome. If you like Ron, where can they find you? Uh, you can go to ADHDcoachron.com. Yay. And all my if, stuff's on there too. Or perfect. So ADHD coach Ron on TikTok, ADHD underscore Ron on Instagram. And yeah. And here and, you can find you, me yeah, on Please well, Don't Kick Me Out podcast. Yeah. And to my listeners, again, I'm going to have some roll credits as I always do, but uh, I did mention please don't kick me out.com slash shop by your 90s fantasy, 90s nostalgia. Thank you so much to my designer, Laura. And if you want to be a podcast guest, you can hit me up at pdkmopodcast at gmail.com or go to please don't kick me out.com. Thank you so much, Ron. Aloha Friday and happy Friday. Mahalo. See ya. Hey everyone, if you like what you've been hearing, can you rate us on whatever podcast platform you are listening on? For content creators like myself, that keeps us going. Also, did you know that I have merchandise? Thank you so much to Lara, who was my second guest ever on Please Don't Kick Me Out. She is a great person who did all of my branding. Live out your 90s fantasy. Go to pleasedon'tkickmeout.com slash shop. Thank you. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about something that I've been doing for, oh my gosh, it's almost been two, going on three years now. It's called Forbidden Bingo, forbiddenbingo.com every Thursday. Uh, and if you are interested in uh, a fun time where you can win some sexy, sexy prizes, uh, you should go to forbiddenbingo.com and uh, tell DJ Rockstar Aaron that I sent you. Uh, every Thursday you will have the chance along with many other players who I'm loyal to and I call my family my Ohana. Uh, it's so much fun. It is um, every Thursday uh, unless there's something else going on in life and it's just a hoot. So it's called forbiddenbingo.com and let DJ Rockstar Aaron and everyone else in the crew know that I sent you. Mahalo. This has been Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, like, comment, share, tell a friend. You know, that's how I'm going to keep these stories going. Also, if you want to be a podcast guest, you can reach out to me at p 
dkmopodcast at gmail.com and we can get it set up. Thanks everyone for your continued support. And I look forward to, you know, connecting with you again next Monday.